and welcome to the Virgin River Visitor Center. I'm Caroline Dill. And I'm Liz Mitchell. And we are your guides to this charming, small, yet fictional town of Netflix's Virgin River. At the Virgin River Visitor Center, we will help you learn everything you need to know. Whether you want to know where to go for a late night bite, Jack's Bar, or who is new in town and already stirring up drama, the new nurse Mel, or you just want to know the local gossip. So pack your bags and your impractical footwear. We're going to Virgin River. puts out a self-directed movie about a womanizing businessman falling for a family-focused rancher who wears short shorts and has a traumatic backstory that has a sloppy last-minute Christmas theme? You get California Christmas, a new movie out just in time for the holiday season that for some reason was number one on the Netflix, Netflix, Netflix most watched in the U.S. list. This movie has it all and then some. Farms, cows, bars, car washes, blackmailing, ancient 18th century grape plants, oh, and that's right, some Christmas elements too, I guess. Join us for a very special Christmas episode of the Virgin River Visitor Center, a very visiting center Christmas. special episode that's right guys we got a bonus epi going on all about christmas we are leaving virgin river briefly we'll be back we will be back don't you fret but we're taking a little jaunt down to the bay area yeah maybe we'll see joey along the way who knows (laughs) um i don't think so she's in la i thought she was in san francisco in that one episode no they're all in la and it's fine maybe she's going to wine country I doubt it. She seems like the type, though. It's a pandemic. She's not traveling. All right. So we decided to watch a Christmas movie on Netflix because we know Netflix is really trying to... They are pushing the Christmas. Yeah, they're trying to break into the Christmas movie game, trying to be the new Hallmark, but edgier because they can show partial naked lady backs and bras. Yes, which you cannot do. On Hallmark. That's a no-no. Nope. Thanks, television. Yeah. Censorship well, stuff. Well, that's Hallmark. Yeah. Home of the wholesome and Candace Cameron wholesome. Bure. True. Most wholesome lady there is. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, for this task, I didn't want any of us to be swayed by a movie we wanted to see this year or one that we had seen a lot of trailers or promotion for. I literally just picked the first Christmas movie I saw. Yeah, we had not heard anything about this movie. We read the description that's on Netflix, but that was it. Yeah, and then Nothing we saw else. it was currently when we... I just scrolled the top ten list on I think Netflix. it was number two. It's like two or three. Something like that. And I was like, this is it. This is the movie we're watching. And unfortunately for us, it was the movie we watched. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. Yes. So this movie... 
I, I just, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's. We have a lot of thoughts about this movie. There's there's a lot going on there. Like any good Christmas Netflix movie, like my personal favorite, the Christmas Prince series. Love. It opens with a cheesy made up Christmas song that we're only ever going to hear in this movie. Not a real Christmas song. They didn't want to pay for the rights for a real Christmas song. They'll hire someone to sing something that sounds like Christmas with some pretty vague lyrics. It's like, snow is falling, Christmas is here, bells are ringing, joy in the air. Not a real song. That's how we know it's going to be a quality quality movie. However, unlike the Christmas Prince movies, this didn't have the like cheesy elements that keep me watching, or the you know, Princess Christmas. Switch with the Van- with the Vanessa Hudgens, because <laughs> there's two of them in that movie. The well, I've seen that. So unlike that one and the Christmas Prince, which are my two favorite Netflix movies, there's none of that like stuff that you know isn't real. But that's going to keep you in. Yeah, or like even I watched um, was it Midnight at the Marigold or something? What that one, which is the whole thing, is terrible but wonderful. I love that movie so much. But you also know that it's a Christmas movie because guess what? They have Christmas trees, they have Christmas parties, all that. They let you know that it is Christmas, and it takes. That movie is fun, though, because it takes place just after Christmas and goes to New Year's. Mm, that's So it's fun. slightly different. Yeah. However, this movie, it was written by one of the stars, Lauren Swickert, and she plays Callie, the rancher in this movie. And so she did write it and is co-starring along with her real-life husband, Josh Swickert. Ooh. And they met filming another movie, kind of like this one which is a ranch style fall in love movie that's how they met and i guess to recreate that love they share for each other they uh decided to be in one again only this time it's christmas yeah i will say that they have some quality chemistry in the movie but now knowing that they're married that all makes way more sense yeah i would hope that you would look comfortable kissing your own husband let's hope you mm-hmm. never know, though. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're coming from. So we're coming from a movie that was written by the lead. Basically, Is let's it, be real, they wrote it for themselves. They did. She wrote the character to be her. Yeah. She wrote the other character to be her husband. Yep. All right, so uh, let's get into the hard part here. Let's describe this movie as best we can, and let's make it interesting. I'm stealing this from another podcast I like to listen to. You describe the plot for about 30 seconds, and then I'll fill in the gaps for another 30 seconds. Let's see how good we can do. All right. And ready, set, go. All right. So Joseph is a womanizing trust fund baby who is being tasked by his mom to go get this property in California for like a shipping warehouse. And so he goes out there. He's not very good at his job. Let's just start with that. He's not very good at his job. So he goes out there. He has three weeks to get this property. And due to some unfortunate circumstances and uh, some, I got distracted by you counting me down. No, you're going to have to fill in the rest of it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go next. 
Uh, all right, so yeah, he has to go to this ranch, but then when he gets there, they think that he's a new ranch hand, and then he lies, and he's like, yeah, I'm totally the new ranch hand, and then they have to blackmail the real ranch hand all by his chauffeur-driver person, so they're being blackmailed, he's doing all these farm chores, and he falls in love, and I guess also Christmas is there. Yeah, that's, that that's about, it, that's, that's about the plot. It, yeah. Oh, and her mom is dying of cancer. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, other elements to it, but that's, I think, all you need to know. Yeah, and she has a tragic backstory. Yeah, very tragic. So we learn kind of in the beginning that her fiancé and her dad both die in a car crash. That she was also in. On the way to get Christmas lights. Uh, tragic. Do they say how long it's been? It's been, what, like a year? Two years. Two years, something something like that. Yeah, but, wow, okay, tragic. And then her mom has cancer, and they don't have enough money to pay for her treatment. So, like, we all know her mom's not going to make it to next christmas mm-hmm. i do Sad. enjoy though that to let us know that her mom is sick they put a bandana on her yeah they're like okay um this actress that is playing the mom doesn't she doesn't get a name yeah we never learned this person's name she's mom stick a bandana on you you look great sickly oh you need an oxygen tube great oh my gosh perfect sick so that's so how bad. we know that she's sick yeah Oh, and her hair is getting so long. I know, and it's like... And then we see her without the bandana, and she has a, a whole, whole head, of, head hair. of hair. I know. Confused? Very much so. Ugh, this movie. Yeah, so that's Callie's tragic backstory. And then we meet Joseph, and he's this rich guy who, I guess, owns, or is, his mom owns something, like his family's... Van Aston Enterprises. I don't really know what. Yeah, I thought it, it was is. a hotel chain, but apparently it might be real estate or land developing, which would make sense if they had a hotel if they're land developers. Yeah, unsure. It's Confused. something big, and he's, he's on his baby. way to work. And on we, his motorcycle. Yeah, but we, the first thing we see is him and a lady friend. And he's like, Ooh. I'll never see you again. Bye. No. Here's the the menu to order some room service. So we already know he's the worst trademark person in yeah. one of these he's movies. He's very stereotypical. Womanizer boy to a T. Playboy. Even mm-hmm. his mom knows it. Right. He walks into the boardroom and at this meeting and goes, hi, ladies, or good morning, ladies, something like that, to yeah, a room of full of men. So It was women. No, it was men. There were no men in there. I'm pretty sure it was all men in the boardroom. It was only women in the boardroom. No, I'm pretty sure that it was men. Hold on, pause. All right, update. Yeah, it is a bunch of men. I was just confused because his mom has this very overpowering... She's very domineering. Yeah, like, I just only saw his mom, so my bad. But also, those men had no speaking roles. They don't count. Yep. Uh, All right, so here's the plot of the story. Here's why everything happens. His mom's the boss. He's going to get this weird promotion thing. Only if he can go to some ranch, wherever, and get a parcel in escrow. But they only have three weeks until Christmas. And the deadline, of course, is Christmas. Always. So he only has three weeks to go to this ranch and get this girl to sign some papers. Can he do it? No, he can't. But his mom has him go and do it because he's good at getting women to do what he wants yeah gross right so i don't know then the most the rest of the movie takes place 
at the ranch, basically. The ranch yeah. and nearby areas. Just think of every stereotypical, they fall in love in two days kind of movie. That's the plot of this movie. Yeah. But with a lower third that tells you how many days it is till Christmas so that you don't forget that it's a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. And that Christmas is coming, even though there's nothing other than at the bar that she works that really has Christmas decorations. And even then, her co-worker, who is forever nameless, is also the entertainment of the bar, I guess. That's it. Just that one person is the entertainment. And sometimes she has a band. And she isn't singing any Christmas songs. Nope. Not until the end, when she sings, what is it, Silent Night? I think so. But it's definitely dubbed, or Oh Holy Night. She does have one of my favorite lines, though, when Manny, air quotes, and Callie's friend Connor, person man, get into a fight, and they're like punching, or they're like punching each other, and she just goes, yeah, testosterone. Oh, yeah, she's like, let's give it up for testosterone. Oh, my gosh, this bar fight was one of my favorite scenes in this whole movie so turns out callie has this friend named connor who's in love with her but she doesn't love him back and he's creepy he's the biggest creep and then he finds out that joseph is Mm. pretending to be manny the farmhand because then he sees joseph's driver hanging out with the real Real Manny. manny because connor's friends with the real manny the ranch hand and so Connor's like, who are you? You're not who you say you are. And then they start fighting. Weird that and, there's two Mannies in this town. Yeah, and then they like end up fighting over Callie. And you know what she does? She breaks a beer bottle and threatens them with it. I love it. Inside of the establishment. And everyone's just like, okay, cool. Oh my gosh. That was a full-on bar fight. Yes, and I loved it. But yay, yeah. testosterone. So it was a whole thing. Turns out, like, she doesn't have any money. They're broke. She's like, oh, no, I really don't want to sell the ranch, but I I have to. Because it's multi-generational. It's been in the family for forever. It has. She's really facing the problem that a lot of farmers face, though. Which is so sad. I know, especially the small farmers. They just... Mm-hmm. But luckily just for land. Callie, her land is special. Very special. Before her dad died, he had been raising a small vineyard with some... Raising a vineyard? I don't know, whatever you... Growing? Growing Growing grapes to make wine? Yes. He had a little vineyard, and he made wine that they only, like, gave as gifts to, like, like, friends friends and and family. And then Joseph tries this wine, and then Joseph's driver is a wine connoisseur... And he later tastes this wine. He's like, this is the best wine I've ever had in my entire life. Well, it turns out these grapes come from a special vine that was brought over by French grape growers that then back in France died out. So it doesn't exist anymore. And so this is like the last of this grape left in existence. So So it's very fancy. And apparently real Manny has like an exquisite palate and so they have him taste and he's like wow this is the best wine i've ever had an odd subplot but i'm kind of into it yeah so i mean i guess they have to let you know you're in wine country technically it's like the southern part it's the southern part of wine country so yeah there has to be a wine element because 
California. Yeah, and turns out this special grape is going to save the day. So this wine is so good, and they're like, this will save your ranch. You can keep your house and land and whatever. Leo, the driver, knows some guy in the California Wine Club. They've got a wine guy. Yeah, and he comes over, and he tastes the wine, and he then goes and looks at the grapes. And he goes, yeah, this is special. This is amazing. And then he writes down a number on a piece of paper and shows it to her. And then she's like, we're saved. She shows her mom. Her mom goes, oh my gosh, we're saved. I can finally die happy. And that is the moral of the story. Wine will always save the day. Yep. We can just leave it there, honestly. Just end the podcast right there. Wine will save the day. It will. Um... I mean, there was other stuff that happened, like... Steamy, steamy moments. Josh learning how to... Josh, that's that's the actor. Whatever his character wasn't. Oh, he learns to muck a stall. Yeah, he learns how to be an actual farmhand so that when he he and Callie... hard work. Yeah, he and Callie can stay together because he now knows how to work this dairy farm slash vineyard. Very niche. And apparently he also can restore motorcycles because he... Some, they never really explain how he finds this motorcycle, but he, like, restores this motorcycle that turns out was her dad's, and she he, like, surprises her with it, and he also manages to fix it all in, like, two days. So apparently yeah. he's a secret mechanic, even though he's never actually had a real job in his life. No, but that did... That's the reason that she was like, yeah, I'm gonna do it with him in my dad's vineyard. And they fall in love. And even though he was lying to her the whole Whole time, time. she forgives him because she loves him no matter what. She does have a great line in there, though, once she like finds out who he really is. Because, of course, in a movie like this, there's always going to be the moment, the big reveal where his real identity gets told to her. And, of course, it's by Connor who just is the worst. But she goes, I don't need a knight in shining armor to rescue me. Get off my property. Ooh, so good. Yeah, she's like, I can figure this out myself. Yeah. But then he still ends up fixing all of her problems for her. Basically, she did nothing other than tell him that she had these fancy grapes. And he made the connect calls and connections. Because he's got a guy. He, of course, has a guy. He's rich. These kind of people always have a guy. I don't even know. The thing that bothered me the most about this movie is that they were trying to sell it as a Christmas movie, but it is not a Christmas movie. I think I would have liked this a lot better if they just sold it as like a mistaken identity rom-com type of movie, you know? Yeah. Don't try to do that and then add a Christmas tree and tell me it's a Christmas movie. Right. So the only real, real aspects of Christmas we get are them saying they need the things signed by Christmas. We see a Christmas tree. Hannah's little sister is baking some stuff. Because they have a bakery, too, apparently. These these people just need any kind of money to keep them afloat, I guess. Yeah, and they hang up some Christmas lights outside. That's what we see during the montage that they have, because, of course, there's also a montage. Of course there is. Of them falling in love. Where they fall in love, yeah. We really don't remember it's Christmas until they have the world's saddest Christmas party in the old dairy barn. Of course. Yeah, so, oh my gosh, she's like, what's going on? I thought we weren't doing anything for Christmas this year. And her mom's like, I know, we're going to go in the old dairy barn. And then Callie's like, 
well, the old dairy barn, that place is gross. Dirty. Why would we go there? And then she's like, hmm, what are you up to? And she sneaky, gets sneaky, there, sneaky. and Joseph has thrown all the people of the town together. All five of them. And they're all wearing Christmas sweaters, and his is like, Santa's so sorry, or whatever. Yeah. Ugh. And yeah. then he makes it, quote unquote, snow. Yeah, he makes it snow, because she's from California, and she's never seen snow before, and she's never even left California. She's never left her ranch, let's be real. Yeah, no. She's never once exited her property. No. Mm-mm. She's never left that town. No. All right. You know what? Speaking of the clothes they wear, let's quickly just get into the clothes because you know what? It's us. It's the Virgin River Visitor Center podcast. We like to talk about clothes We need to talk about the fashion. And in this movie, I am convinced, I told Caroline this when we watched it, that all they did was Google what do farmers wear and looked up the Google images and was like, yep, that's it. Or for when they have the wine guy come. They Googled, what do wine people wear? Because when I searched that myself, basically this guy's exact outfit popped up in the image search. He's wearing funky glasses and a button-up top. And a uh, blazer. Yep. And that's the picture that we see on Google Images. Mm-hmm. Just saying. So whoever their clothing department really just Googled, what do farmers wear? Okay, Liz, can you describe Callie's clothing for us? Okay, well, when we first see Callie in her first scene, she is helping to birth a cow. Let's just start there. Yeah. And she is wearing really short, cut-off jeans. Daisy Dukes. Da- yeah, Daisy Dukes. I think a tank top. I can't remember her top top. And boots. And a flannel. And she basically just wears that outfit on repeat yeah. through the whole movie. And I'm just, you know, going to throw this out there. I'm not a farmer, but... You probably shouldn't be wearing short shorts on a working dairy farm. No. I was about to say, I have friends who live on farms, who work on farms. My grandma grew up on an actual dairy farm in Wisconsin. And that is not what you wear. You wear jeans, you wear boots, and a tank top if it's hot out, or a long sleeve if it's cold, and a jacket. She also does wear a Carhartt later on. Yeah. In the middle of the afternoon in California, where I can guarantee you it's like 90 degrees. Probably. But that's how they, that's how you know she's a farmer. Yes. However, there is a really funny scene where she's getting something off of a shelf and she's standing on a ladder and Joseph is just staring at her butt. Yep, just butt. Staring. Like Hardcore. they They zoom into the butt. They zoom into his face looking at the butt and then she turns around and she's like, like what you see? Ugh. Uh, so yeah, that's Callie. And that's basically what she wears most of the time. I think she does wear jeans at one point. Yeah, she's wearing rain boots with her short shorts at Which one Which makes point. sense. I do have, I know some people who yeah, will do that. But they it's usually... It's the short shorts. Yeah. I don't... Just, if they wear no. shorts, if people wear shorts on a farm, it's usually A, the middle of summer, and B, it's like mid-thigh or like knee-length shorts. Like, or like you're wearing like basketball shorts and your rain boots because you're mucking something, you know? Yeah. You don't wear... Daisy Dukes. Mm, no. So that was what they got wrong. Um, all right, and I'll talk about Joseph. So Joseph wears business clothes for the most part, but then when he is going to the ranch to get the paper signed, he spills coffee on his shirt, and then he has to change, and his driver conveniently had just purchased some clothing. Oh, he was taking it to Goodwill. Yeah, well, he purchased it for a clothing donation. Oh. 
Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and then Joseph has to go through that, and he finds a baseball t-shirt that says, are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only 10 I see. And I guess that means you're now a ranch hand. And then her little sister comes over, and that's how it starts. And then he just starts wearing flannels and jeans. Or shirtless. Or shirtless the rest of the movie. That's it. That's all Joseph wears. And at the end, when he's trying to apologize, and he hosted the apology Christmas party, his Christmas sweater shirt says... I don't remember. I just wrote it was a funny shirt. (laughs) All right, so he's wearing a Christmas sweater. I'm pretty sure it says... Santa, I'm sorry, or something like that. Yeah, it was something dumb. I wonder he if shows I wrote it her, down. and she's like, "Hmm, you're right. I am sorry. Let's kiss." But um, I don't care what anyone else was wearing. We're not going yeah. to talk about them. I will talk about my favorite, second favorite scene. You know what? No, I'm gonna do it. My first favorite scene, actually, the only scene I liked in this movie was in his when his, was when his driver Leo. Is at the car wash because Joseph's like, get my car cleaned while you're out. And find the real Manny. Yeah. Uh, he is eating cheese and drinking wine. I love it. At the car wash. So I guess because the car wash is in wine country, they just give you wine. I guess. And you're expected to drive your car afterwards? I, I have no fine. idea. This guy was not not drinking wine the whole movie. Yeah, he, he loved had his a wine. glass or a bottle in his hand the whole time. Or a coffee. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Fun fact: the guy who played Leo, the driver, actually directed the movie and lives in the town that they filmed this in. And it was filmed on his farm. Yeah. So this is an actual real life farm that they film on, and the cows are so cute. Yes. I love a cow. Yeah. Right. The cows are the real star of this movie, even though they disappear in the second half of the movie. That's, it was, so, you know, they only paid for the cows for one day. The cows cost extra. Or like when he sees his uh, RV for the first time, there's no cows around, but then in the next scene, the cows are right next to him. Oh, his. yeah. Oh, it was an Airstream. Airstream, Even worse. Right. Mm, my bad. Uh, oh, my gosh. I think my favorite scene in the movie, though, is when real Manny... And Leo are sitting there playing video games, and Manny's teaching him how to play. Yeah, that's <laughs> like was what cute. is it like Call, Call of Duty I think or it's something? Call of Duty. Uh, hysterical. I think. Or when they're doing um, face masks, and they're the ones that are animal. Yes, patterned. and they fit their faces perfectly, and I'm really jealous because they are men and they have big faces. Yeah. Who's your favorite character in the movie? I hated absolutely everyone. I didn't have a favorite character. <sighs> Mine is definitely real Manny. Oh, yeah, I like real Manny, but like he's then like they were going to pay him $3,000 to just go Hang away out. for a little bit. And you know what he does instead? He blackmails them. I mean, I guess if you're in that situation, you might as well try to get as much money out of it as you can. No, I would have taken the money and run. Mm. Also, secondary favorite scene is when they go to the bar for the first time and they ask Manny, what does a ranch or ranch hand wear to the bar? And he tells them disco cowboy outfits. And it is wonderful when they walk in, just rhinestoned out. Fringe to the nines. Casey Musgraves would love it. She would. I'm into it. It's like 80s cowboy. They make some sort of reference to a movie from that time frame, but I don't remember what it was. But I don't know. Uh, 
It was beautiful. That fashion moment made up the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So would you say this is a Christmas movie? Absolutely not. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it. When you have to put a, a lower movie. third caption that says, 10 days till Christmas, three weeks till Christmas, two days till Christmas, to remind the viewers that Christmas is coming, then it's not a Christmas movie. No, I think I wrote in my notes, where's the Christmas at least 10 times. Yeah. Where was the Christmas in this movie? It was not a Christmas movie. In fact, I think it's one of the worst Christmas movies I've seen ever. Like I said before, I would like it way better if they had just told me it was a Mm rom-com. Don't advertise something as a Christmas movie and call it a California Christmas and then give me no Christmas. And it was barely California. Okay. San Francisco, the Bay Area doesn't count as California. Well, like, I'm just saying, you can have a farm anywhere. True. They didn't try to make it Wine country E. They casually bring up wine, and that luckily saves the day. But I don't know. Add some other California elements. Right. Have them eating, what, avocado on toast. Unless they were, like, trying to lean hard into the California cows or happy cows thing, you oh, know? Oh, I miss those, those commercials. commercials. Those were good. So maybe they were like... It's California cows. That's how we make it California. I guess it. I'm. It wasn't. It was. I just don't even have words for how much I did not like this movie. Yeah, I was just not a fan. Wow. Yes, because the whole time I was watching it, I'm like, please end, please end. Yeah. Please end, and it never ended. I know. I think we kept hitting the like pause button to see how much time was left because we were like, is it? over and then we were like an hour into it and it still had another hour or something like that that's a a little bit of an exaggeration but yeah Mm -hmm. it just never ended even our own wine that we were drinking did not salvage this movie no it did not it wasn't from fancy french grapes that are now extinct except for on their plot of land yes i will say though if you do choose to watch this movie because you know each his own you may like this movie there's a lot of people out there that do we did some research it's got some decent online ratings i mean they're not amazing but you know what everybody has their own opinion i will however say though i recommend drinking a bottle of wine when you watch it it will probably make it better going off of that rotten tomatoes as of right now has a california christmas with a 52 percent rating and it has a 5.8 out of 10 on imdb and 82% of Google users liked this movie. So it varies by the movie rating platforms, but overall, people are just kind of meh about it. See, I give it an F for being a Christmas movie, but if it wasn't a Christmas movie, it would get a C. Okay. If you did not tell me that it was supposed to be a Christmas movie, do not false advertise. Do not tell me something is going to be Christmas, because I expect full-on Christmas. Give me christmas music give me trees give me decorations give me presents give me all of that i and i got none of it yeah and i was upset very upset so we watched a california christmas so so you you don't don't have to to. jinx jinx that was not planned no but but we can read each other's mind and we hope that you all have a wonderful Christmas or holiday season, whatever you are celebrating. If you're listening to this on Christmas and you do celebrate, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. If you're just listening to this for fun, what's up? I hope you have a great day. Thanks for joining us today. Merry Christmas to all and to all 
a glass of wine. You're recording, very recording, recording. We're both recording. <coughs> that was picked up on the microphone. That was picked up on on the microphone. We're snapping. We're clapping. We're all about laughing. And today is Christmas in the morning. What? Hey. Who's Santa? He's coming down the <laughs> chimney. He's going to bring all the boys and girls their Christmas presents. Hey. That hey. rhymed. Hey. If you want to make it rhyme. <laughs> That's how we start promoting the podcast. A little rapidy do. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Yes.